0: Welcome to the Find Your Best Future Podcast. This is the podcast that helps international families make great decisions when it comes to choosing university courses. Welcome to another episode of the Find Your Best Future podcast. In this university spotlight, we talk to Jody Glassman about the Florida International University. Now Jody is the assistant vice president. admissions and she talks about the university extremely eloquently and tells us about uh, uh, the programs that the university offers and i must say a couple of them really uh, stood out to me as being really exciting including the marine biology course Um, so i hope you find it useful and uh, i certainly found it very interesting uh, to uh, learn more about the florida international university So, Tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Uh, My name is Jody Glassman, and I'm the Assistant Vice President of Enrollment and University Admissions at Florida International University. I've been at FIU for eight years (laughs) and and been in the admissions uh, industry for more than 25 years.
0: Great. And tell us a little bit about your university. Give us a quick introduction.
1: So FIU is Miami's public research university, designated a top tier research institution. FIU is um, driving real talent and innovation in Miami and around the world.
0: Wonderful. And what do you love most about your university?
1: We are proud to call Miami our home. It's a dynamic hotspot for innovation, and creation, this multilingual, multinational city puts the I in FIU. Where others see challenges, we see opportunities. We leverage our location and the city is our classroom. And our FIU is integrated within the community as much as the community is integrated with the university. Great. This setting is two main campuses in Miami-Dade County. One is in North Miami on Biscayne Bay, and the other is in Southwest Miami. In addition, we have centers in China, Colombia, and Genoa, Italy. FIU has three museums, including the Jewish Museum of Florida, the Wolfsonian, and the Frost Art Museum. FIU is also home to the only underwater research lab in the United States. The Aquarius Reef Base is located right off the coast of Key Largo. Being a major metropolitan city, we have access to city and community resources throughout Miami-Dade County, including transit and the freebie system.
0: Fantastic. And, and you said it's a state university, is that right? Yes. Yeah, fantastic. Um, what about facilities? Obviously, you've got a huge range of, of facilities, uh, teaching facilities. What do they look like? What do the teaching spaces look like?
1: Oh my goodness, Um, we have, (laughs) um, you know, it's pretty similar to most college campuses, only not a lot of lecture hall classrooms. I mean, there are some, um, but state-of-the-art facilities, FIU was built, was founded in 1965 and built in 19, uh, opened in 1972. So we're just now celebrating our 50th anniversary. And so a lot of postmodern architecture, a lot of our facilities are new, state-of-the-art. We're actually opening a brand-new engineering facility um, on one corner of campus. We have multiple libraries on campus, uh, two main libraries, one on each campus, and then a medical school library and a law school library. Um, we have our own football stadium on campus. Mm. Yeah,
0: <laughs> we have a little
1: our own little city on 372 acres.
0: Right. Okay. And you mentioned different campuses. Uh, could you mm-hmm. tell us about the different locations?
1: Sure. So our North Miami campus, located on Biscayne Bay, um, is home to the world famous Chaplin School of Hospitality and Tourism Management. Right. Um, they are actually the founders and hosts of the uh, South Beach Food and Wine Festival. That sounds it's, good. Yeah, right? Sounds like
0: one I'd want to go
1: to. <laughs> exactly. It's completely run by students. And it's one of two Food uh, Network and Cooking Channel uh, food and wine festivals that are, uh, that are fundraisers. Right. So um, the one in South Beach is actually a scholarship fundraiser for the Chaplin School. Um, It's also, the Biscayne Bay campus is also home to our journalism and media programs. Um, We have a radio station, television station, a newspaper um, on campus. We have the South Florida Media Network, which is an English and Spanish language media network. We have uh, branches in both in New York and Washington, D.C., as well as Miami. Um and is home to our marine science facilities.
2: That sounds having, wonderful. <laughs>
1: having a having an underwater research lab. Um students can take scientific diving for credit.
0: Not too uh, bad. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Who doesn't want to do that? And
1: um because you have to be able to like, to go to the research facility sure, of <laughs> um but we also have our own um boat fleet to do right. um research and we're so close to the bahamas that a lot of our students are able to do research um in the caribbean
0: right so, yeah. and physically the are coaching is it uh the campus near the city or um you know how but- does that does that work
1: so, both campuses are on either side of the city. So, the North right. Campus is on the North side of Miami, and the South Campus is on the South side of the City of Miami. Um, both are also conven- conveniently located to Miami International Airport. Right. Um, so, the South Campus is about eight miles southwest of the airport. Okay. And the North Campus is about 12 miles north east of the airport.
0: Okay. And the campuses are, are I'm trying to imagine, are they, are they uh, connected to the city? Are they in the city or are they uh, away from the city?
1: So they're not right in the city. So they're um, the North campus is in the suburb of Sweetwater. Right. Um, and then the North campus is in, um, I mean, it's just North Miami. Uh,
2: sure.
1: Um. Right, I mean, it's literally right on Biscayne Bay. Like
2: there, okay. you have
1: waterfront property. The residence halls on the north campus, you actually can have a view of Biscayne Bay.
0: My goodness me! Yeah. And which would you recommend for international students uh, generally?
1: So our campuses are designed based on major. So okay, it, it really depends. A lot of graduate international <laughs> graduate students studying hospitality because we do have the. Uh, we have a program with our chaplain school in China at the Tianjin University of Commerce. Right. Um, so a lot of uh, upper division and graduate students from China will actually go to our Biscayne Bay campus um, because that's where the the chaplain School is located. Understood. Um, but normally freshmen will start at the main at the main South campus and then go back and forth. It's a there's a free bus. Okay. And yeah. what about
0: your, uh, your staff, your lecturers? Uh, tell us a bit about them, where do they come from, kind of qualifications? You know, give us a background there, please.
1: So um, our faculty, um, as a, a national research university, nearly all of our faculty have their terminal degrees. They participate in research and um, are active in their fields. Some of our most notable faculty include Dr. Mike Heithaus, biologist who's often seen in on shark week and shark fest dr uh les staniford who is a writer uh in the creative writing program he's also the one who wrote the man who invented christmas which was made into a national uh um, um, major motion picture 20 uh 2019 i think and then dr Mayer, who is actually on um She's on uh, Expedition Bigfoot on National Geographic. She she also teaches on campus. Um, (laughs) But we have uh, we receive a lot of funding as a a Hispanic serving institution, um, but also as a a research university. We receive a lot of funding from the National Science Foundation and. And um, NASA, and so we have some really cool projects, and so our, you know, so faculty love to come here and um, engage in their research as well as teach the classes. So uh, a lot of people are often surprised that some of the same faculty that they see on TV or in the field are also sure. teaching freshman classes or soft, you know, uh, undergraduate yeah. classes.
0: Wonderful. And you mentioned your, under, where do students come from? Where do your undergraduates come from? What's the mix?
1: So 67% of our students are um, identify as Hispanic or Latino Latina. Um, 12% are black or African-Americans. 7% of our students are international students. Okay. Um, being in Miami, we're really at the hub of on the crossroads of the Americas. Uh, We do have a large population of students, even if they're first, they may be first generation in the United States. Um, A lot of students who are from South America, Latin America, the Caribbean, um, we have a large population of um, students from Cuba, Haiti, uh, the Bahamas, a large population of students from South America. And then a significant population, especially at the graduate level from India and China. Um,
0: right. And, and mainly at the graduate level from 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 those locations.
1: Yeah. And at the undergraduate level, mostly South America, Latin America, Central America. Okay. That's
0: good. That's good. And, to know. Um, and, you know, on your website, uh, uh, proudly talking about how highly you're rated and ranked. Uh, um, rankings are always important for, for undergraduate students. They spend Huge amounts of time high school students looking at those rankings as you know uh,
2: could know. you tell us
0: about, a bit about about uh, uh your university from that perspective
1: so um f i u just uh knocked another school out of the fastest rising university in the in the united states uh so being that we're only fifty years old and we have already broken into the top one hundred publics. Um, that's what makes us one of the fastest rising or now the fastest rising institution in the U S and U S news and world reports. Um, we're also noted, uh, for specific areas and times, higher education and the world rankings. Um, but wash our, I think I, we take a lot of pride in our Washington monthly rating, right.
2: um,
1: because they rank us at number 32. And one of the things that they said about FIU is That because in addition to solid contributions in service and research, it's very affordable and helps a large number of students eligible for financial aid start their lives and careers with a high quality degree. And so with so much focus on um, community engagement and social mobility, FIU is rising up the ranks and we're walking the walk and talking the talk. So we're not (laughs) just becoming more selective and highly competitive. We're also um, not forgetting where we came from and our roots and as an institution built for access in our community. Um, And we're really taking, we're we're also known as uh, an A plus school for B students. And we're not shying away from that. And we're really, you know, raising up our community um, and focused on,
0: excellence and what does that mean for an international student what kind of things does that that uh, symbolize
1: so i know international students really focus on um on brand name institutions i think florida's like seventh in the in states that that international students will go to okay um and that there's a huge emphasis on um states and schools with Branding, right? Of and, course. Um, you know, but at first, an FIU being so young, we may not have that that brand yet. Um, but we're getting there. We're really we're we're really well known and positioning ourselves as a a brand name without maybe a good football team. Um, it as as a, a destination institution.
0: Sure. Great. So
1: international students. Uh, I think see that, see that we're making inroads in countries that maybe not other schools are are reaching out to. We just established a world center in Columbia. Right. Um, Cool. So, yeah. Wonderful.
0: Wonderful. Okay. Give us a quick overview of the courses that your university offers. I know it's a very broad spectrum.
1: So, FIU offers more than 200 degree programs at both the undergrad, grad, and doctoral level. Um, international business, global policy, public finance, international law are all in the top 20 for US News and World Reports. Right. Um, DeHeim's Higher Education uh, World Rankings uh, recognizes FIU for life below water, life on land, and environmental resilience, which is right. really Science program comes into play. Um, Of course, hospitality and tourism management, engineering. We have a really awesome program with NASA, um, as well as um, we build Formula One race cars uh, called Panther Motorsports. And we race them down in South Florida, further (laughs) south than where we are right now.
2: Um,
1: And then math and science are the most popular with international students. We do have a pre-health professions track. Um, Our med school is designed for U.S. residents, but we do have a foreign physicians program um, and and some other programs where we, you know, the pre-health programs where we would work with international students. And then engineering is really popular at the undergraduate and graduate level for international students. We actually have something called the wall of wind here where Mm -hmm. we simulate Category 5 hurricanes. Um, and we do have.
0: um, I hope you don't have to go in there. (laughs) Um,
1: I've seen them started up once; it's pretty cool. Um, And then we also have professional programs in um, law, and we have a master's, the LLM, and and we also have an architecture program um, at FIU. So wonderful program! A really diverse
0: set of uh, of programs. Yes, pretty much find anything you want. I would imagine.
1: Yeah, you know, and then we're dabbling in the micro credentials for students. So, you know, students are, are interested in so many different things now that we have started offering badges as well as certificates right. so that even if you're on track for an engineering degree, but you have an interest in marketing or social justice, you're able to take small bits of courses right. um, to add that to your degree.
0: And let's talk about that. You know, obviously for for many students coming in, uh, they're really interested in the teaching style uh, of the university and they vary enormously. How would you describe sure. your uh, signature teaching style, if you like?
1: Well, so we, um, just to, to make sure that students are aware, we operate on a semester schedule. Um, but we do offer within each semester some mini terms, So we call them sessions within terms. So if you're taking four classes in a semester and you're getting through the semester and come October, you realize I could add another class. We do have little eight week uh, courses that can be added within certain disciplines. We also have a super short mini term in the winter. That's four weeks in certain classes where you can add, again, just something small. It, it may be a short class, but it has a been bigger impact on, on your um, career and making you well-rounded. Um, we have a quality, something called the Quality Enhancement Plan for your degree to ensure that when you graduate from FIU, you have the critical skills for the 21st, for 21st century employment. Right. Um, these include um, global learning, which is a requirement for all undergraduate degrees, you have to have uh, global learning uh, woven throughout your courses and you'll see that your courses are marked, which ones have the global learning, uh, requirements met, um, thinking and communicating with data will also be part of your degree at FIU okay. and understanding emotional intelligence. Right. And then all of our in the faculty do go through the center for teaching and learning. So we actually work with them on how to teach.
0: Fantastic. Um, and yeah. and you know, sort of teaching style, um, would you say it was um, mainly traditional lecture based or is it mainly project based or does it depend on the on the course it, and the subject?
1: It depends on the course and the subject. So one of the things we discovered through some research. So we conduct research on our students because we want to know not only how our instructors are doing and our faculty are doing, but how how are students persisting and where are they getting stuck?
2: Where, where,
1: because, again, a four year graduation, you know, it's it saves students money in the long run. Um, it, our students are graduating with some of the least amount of debt in the entire United States. Right. Um, is college worth it? Yes. Let's take some of of that and add value to your degree. So we're looking at where people get stuck. So one of the areas is math. And so we created a whole process in teaching math courses with learning assistants, flipped classrooms, a math mastery lab. We have something called the math gym. Oh. Um, we have a writing center all to enhance your classes. So even if the class is a lecture, you're having some kind of intervention within that lecture Understood. to make sure you're understanding the, um, the material and then we have a hybrid you know we have a lot of hybrid approach to to classes you may go to lecture tuesday and thursday where another group of students may go monday wednesday and then the professor will have you know required office hours or you'll have um, small group study sessions that are required within the class all of our students at the undergrad level are required to take a freshman experience class um, to help them navigate Uh, just college in general, mental, you know, the mental health and the physical, as well as the academic.
0: Okay. And, and, um, achievement and progress, how is it assessed?
1: So we use a standard grading scale, um, A, B, C, D, F. Uh, We have midterms students. Uh, we do have an exam week at the end of the semester, um, progress by credit hours. We do have an intentional academic advising where students are not allowed to register after the first semester until they meet with their advisor. Um, So we really track them that way. We also have a degree audit. So students at any time can, you know, everything's done on their cell phone, um, can log in through their phone, they have their portal, They're able to track their own degree. They're able to communicate with their advisor um, and see where their progress is. Um, We use an LMS system called Canvas. So they're able to really monitor their own academic progress. As well and as their advisors can monitor their progress And uh, Canvas is a there.
0: is a really strong platform, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, uh, many colleges use it. Uses yeah. It. Um, my son has just finished at UBC uh, here in Canada, and uh, yeah. uh, he spent a lot of time on Canvas. So uh, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, it's one of those things that that really supports students through their learning journey.
1: Yeah, and we actually use it in the office for staff training.
0: Right. Yeah, Yeah. it's very, very powerful. Okay, so we know a bit about you, but what are you looking for? What are the attributes of a a successful international applicant?
1: So admission to FIU is selective. And um, when we report our admissions rates, they report fall plus summer. In Florida, at the state university system level, being admitted in the summer is, uh, which starts at the end, middle to end of June, is actually a, a big thing here. So right. a lot of students don't understand that, um, not only from out of the country but out of the state of Florida. Summer is a huge term in Florida, um, okay. and it's actually required by our state legislation that every college student must in who goes to a state university must complete nine credit hours, which ends up being three classes, at some point in their academic career in the summer.
0: And the reason for that?
1: It started years ago when the um, actual institutions were being underutilized in the summer. Uh, Um, But over time, it it has been researched that students actually stay on track and finish in four years. So the state of Florida is really working toward uh, achieving above the national average and four-year graduation rates.
0: Okay, so for students, that means what if you're coming in? So if
1: you're, so in... if you're when, when first-year students apply to the university, they pick whatever term they want to start. Right. Um, they may pick summer, they may pick fall. We also have a very strong spring start, which is January, which tends to work better for some international students who don't finish high school until August.
0: Right, indeed.
1: And so they so they may actually want to start in January. Um, we look at grades uh, in high school, IB exams, the um, A-level, O-level. Sure. Depending on the country where they're coming from. Um, we look at um, academic core courses, The transcripts, if they're not already in English, do need to be translated into English. For first-year students, they do not need to be evaluated. For transfer students, they do need to be course-by-course. We need a course-by-course evaluation. Um, And then we also um, require an SAT or ACT, and that is a state requirement not just FIU
0: okay so every uh, everyone who comes to you needs to do the SATs or the ACTs
1: right and we are working with them on the digital because because we know the digital SAT is going yes, to be indeed. available overseas before it's actually available in the United States yeah, um, exactly
0: exactly so we're,
1: we're actually testing that now okay
0: because that's really important for uh uh, potential application, applicants to know because that varies enormously, doesn't it, across it the, does. the states? Um, and and you know, uh, kind of sort of personality traits of a of a of of, a, of an optimal student at your university. What kind of kids are you looking for uh, to come into as undergraduates?
1: You know, one of the things that people say about FIU students is that they are ready for rigor and they work. Right. It's FIU students have a really strong work ethic and are um, just, they're the ones who are always, uh, I have friends that own businesses in this area and there's oh. another, another school in this area. And they always say, FIU students just roll up their sleeves. They're like, put me to work. Tell me, you know, what do you need? Um, They're always like the first ones to volunteer to do something. Um, So we're, you know, an FIU student is typically a student who wants global diversity. Uh, There's multiple languages spoken on campus, the food, everything from food to the way that the campus is run has an international feel to it. Um, So it's really for a student who wants that kind of globalization in their education. it's for the student who might want uh european football or soccer over regular american football um because the soccer games sell out um (laughs) you know so they're for a student who wants to do research who's self-motivated um who is you know, wants to be in a tropical climate. Sure. (laughs) Honestly,
0: um, you know, we we do a lot of these uh, talks and, you know, climate is really important uh, for many students. Uh, Obviously, um, you know, I'm a man who's worked in the Middle East uh, for a very long time. And now I'm in Vancouver and it's such a shock to the system. Oh, yeah. oh my goodness me. <laughs> I mean, it's
1: still like 86 degrees and 90% humidity outside, and it's October. So if you're looking for fall foliage, this is not the place for
0: you. No, indeed. It's really um, important. Yeah. Um, because, and, uh, you know, we are defined by the weather in so many ways. Uh, yeah.
1: So yes, indeed. you have to be okay with that. We're not right on the beach. Um, so people get here and they're like, oh, I thought you'd be closer to the beach. Well, no. And we're also a student who wants a city.
2: Yeah, indeed. Um, you know, there's a lot of
1: traffic and sure. that's something we deal with, um, on a daily basis. So you yep. have to kind of get used to that.
0: Um, going back quickly to the IB, uh, uh students, um, mm-hmm. uh, do you offer any sort of, um, credit, uh, we do. incentives, uh, for, for students who do well at the IB?
1: we do so we have on our transfer.fiu.edu a full list of all the credits for ib and ap we're a very um, credit friendly school great um and if you earn the ib diploma it's worth 30 credit hours transfer work and you don't normally have to repeat those there are some programs like with you know the sciences we may want you to take another chemistry course um, and also, we we accept Duolingo right now. Um, right. We're working with our faculty senate to get that as a permanent acceptance. Uh, so we have a meeting next month with the faculty senate. But um, we are accepting TOEFL, IELTS, and Duolingo for if your high school is not. Let me change that. With the SAT, yeah. we normally waive the the requirement for Indeed. an English proficiency. Understood. If you're a transfer student, though, we would need the Duolingo. Um,
2: right.
1: And our, at the um, first time in college level, our application is quite simple. There's no essay. Right. There are no letters of recommendation okay. until you get to the scholarship
0: portion. Fantastic. If you could tell us what kind of academic support is offered to students, maybe who are struggling or coming from a different location.
1: Sure, Um, you know, look, college is tough, right? And uh, there's a a great book out there, Maslow before Bloom, you know, taking care of the hierarchy of needs before the academics. Um, And we want students to know that they belong here at FIU. Um, We offer academic support uh, in the realm of tutoring. We have a math mastery lab. We have a writing center. We have free services on campus. Um, but we also have social and mental health services at no cost to students.
0: Right, that's wonderful. There,
1: yeah, there's life coaching, um, not just mental health, but life coaching, getting, you know, a lot, these are 18, 19 year old kids getting
2: sure.
1: independent for the first time. Indeed. Um, financial coaching, so how, how to manage your money. Um, we have a food pantry on campus. No, no students should go without eating. Um, and so there is a food pantry on campus, supported by the community, um, right. ten pounds of food a week uh, that students can have. And then there's health clinics open to support, you know, all students, regardless. It's totally free. It's covered in your tuition.
0: Okay, have- that's wonderful. My goodness. Yeah.
1: Um, and then international students are required to have a, a health insurance policy. Of course. You- which we do offer through the university. And then we have a the faculty group practice. So right. whatever the student health services doesn't cover, there are services on campus, um, as far as well women exam, as far as you know, family medicine, um, psychological services, uh, dermatology, all of that is located on campus if they wanted to select a FIU doctor as their primary care physician. That's wonderful. Yeah, so it's really
0: strong it's a really strong package.
1: Yeah. So it works out really well for students and then we also offer um you know some holistic approach. So there are massage there's massage therapy on campus for students. I really want it, but they don't let faculty and staff use it for free, <laughs> but students can get 30 minute massages for free um, sure. and then aromatherapy for students and around exam time the whole week before exams, and then the week of exams, they actually have this all located in the student union. You just walk up. You can get, you know, a quick massage. Or...
0: Not too bad. Yeah. Um, I, I should like... sign up. But
1: yeah. uh... <laughs> so there's like a midnight breakfast, you know, to make sure that students are taken care of during exams. So we try and alleviate because we know that mental health on college campuses, one, there there are some taboo around it, but um, to making sure that our students are taken care of, again, holistically, not just academically. so
0: so important. Yeah, it really is. And, yeah. and you know, part of that picture is also sport, isn't it? You know, um, not just competitive yeah. sport, but also having having a good time. Could you tell us about the kind of programs, I guess they're extensive too, um, they available uh, to students?
1: So, I mean, from the NCAA, you know, uh, competitive sports we are uh division one we have 17 intercollegiate sports and as i mentioned our soccer team is really good um i always like uh, to say we're we're going
0: I'm, I'm british uh, uh, you know, yeah. you're still behind us in soccer
1: yeah <laughs> yeah but most of us only, only a little bit but yeah um uh, but they are that's you know, we're really good in Olympic sports. We sure. have a, a great swimming, because we're an international institution.
2: Yeah. So
1: um, swimming and diving, tennis, um, you know, the those are where our students tend to excel. But for students who are not competing at yeah, the- Yeah,
0: this, this, is, this is the really the, important
1: thing the, Yeah. There is a fully equipped recreation center on both campuses. Um, again, free for students to use Uh, it rivals any you know lifetime fitness center there are fitness classes state-of-the-art gym we even have adventure excursions Um, you can go kayaking on the Biscayne Bay there are archery classes there's salsa dancing there's yoga I was like where was this when I was in college (laughs) <laughs> like they Me had too. none of this when i was in college like you have a treadmill and like a stair step machine this one has free weights they have indoor and outdoor basketball um courts, there are racquetball courts it is the amount of stuff that students have to do on campus is crazy and yeah. then you can go on some of these outdoor other outdoor adventure clubs like somebody was like anybody want to go kayaking or Uh, tubing, which I was like, tubing, which kind, because I've also lived in the Northeast, they go tubing down the river. So it's not tubing like in snow. Um, But we do have, and then we do have club and intramural sports. So I get asked a lot about like a wrestling team. Well, we don't have a wrestling team at the NCAA level, but we do have club club sports, um, wrestling, lacrosse uh, surf club, um, there was another one that's like super. Oh, our powerlifting team is apparently really good, okay. but
0: it's a club sport. And, and not all of us are uh, interested in uh, the physical side. Some of yeah. us are interested in uh, in the arts or the in, in other things. Yeah. Uh, what, how do you how do you help us uh, people who, who are not really the people who fly down rivers? Uh, yeah. Uh, right. What sort of support uh, is for for the more artistic or more uh, creative side?
1: So um, we have more than 300 student organizations on campus and they range uh, academic and social clubs, social engagement, community service, arts and culture. Um, So the three museums on campus, um, the Frost Art Museum is actually right behind my office, um, the Jewish Museum, the Wilsonian. We have the Wertheim Performing Arts Center, Theater, music, the marching band is actually open to all majors. You don't have to be a music major right. um to participate. Um you can participate in in all the the all the different art clubs. We have esports. We actually have a whole esports lab in our student union. Oh my goodness. There is a Dungeons and Dragons club. Very important. Um, it is very important. <laughs> I have no idea how to play it, but um, service is very important to our students. We actually have, um, one of our most popular programs is, um, through the Center for Leadership and Service. And so our students, because we live in like the spring break capital, um, during spring break, a lot of our students will actually go and do a service project instead.
0: Right. Um, and then
1: we have this, the day of service, uh, in January, Um uh, okay. students will participate in that.
0: Wonderful. And, you know, so we have sports, we have arts. The other part of this conversation is uh, partying, having a good, good time. As you said, yeah, you right, are yeah. famous for student parties. Even even in my world, uh, your city is famous as being uh, the yeah. spring break capital of the world. Um, what does it look like, though, uh, on a daily basis for someone who lives uh, uh, <laughs> and, and, and in your uh, in your community, is it all, uh, was it all spring break parties, or do people no. have a normal life?
1: <laughs> we have a normal life. Um, it's not what you see on TV. Um, we're not wearing like sequins 24 <laughs> seven and all that. But um, you know, it's funny. There was actually a Reddit post yesterday about like, what does the real Miami look like? Um, and you know, we're pretty chill. I'm watching some students right now walk by my window um it's pretty chill but um the music is usually what's really popping on campus um so our student union has like the best playlist ever um and it's always there's always something going on in the student union there's always like we have this little sunken area called the pit right uh so there's always something going on there there's always food trucks on campus um there are people that randomly play music on campus, like guitar, there's a guy that sings. Um, there's a lot of lounge space in nice. and outside. So there's people that hang out. Um, yeah, there's, yeah, there's an outdoor pool. So people hang out there. Sure. Um, but last weekend was homecoming. So that was kind of crazy. But it's not like an everyday occurrence. Like okay. you're, you're expected to go to school.
0: <laughs> hey, Get you know, uh, as I said, uh, it's important that uh, people understand that, that yeah. uh, you know, life in Miami is, is like life elsewhere uh, yeah. in terms of academics and things Actually, like that.
1: Last um, weekend, uh, yeah. well, wait, last weekend there was, um, it was homecoming and I guess some kids were complaining because it was really loud.
0: <laughs> right. Sure. <laughs> so, you know, you <laughs> um, take it for what it's worth. The other, the other thing is you know alumni networks um you know graduates undergraduates uh high school students don't often think about that but it it can be really significant can't it as you as you move on into your career to have a strong alumni network supporting you um yeah. how does that work uh, with you so we have the alumni
1: association and then the young alumni so um young alumni is a offshoot of student of people who are recent graduates of the university. Um, If they come back, we actually have Panther Alumni Week in the spring semester where um, in a lot of the classes, you'll actually have alumni that will teach your class for a day, uh, depending on your discipline. Our alumni are heavily engaged. Um, Some of our alumni include um, Andy Garcia, the actor, um
0: so, <laughs> i have a 17 um, year old daughter right? <laughs> yeah he doesn't come
1: back that often but danny pino who's also an actor does come back quite a bit i have not okay. sure into him on campus um we have you know notable athletes a lot of politicians right from FIU. Hey. yeah okay. um yeah so they come back and they and they give back to the school but they really like to come back and teach
2: sure uh, we're really nice. like to come
1: back and engage with students
0: fantastic and probably the most important area here is 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 the settling in arriving aspect of uh, of um you know being a freshman being first year um, yeah. many parents are terrified I, I i was i'm a dad and i know that feeling uh, of of saying goodbye um and many students are, are sort of uh, you know where i come from they say uh, you know sort of scared rabbits in the headlights staring staring at a f- something and not knowing what's happening how do you support these kids as they're coming in
2: so
1: um we have a couple of different programs um so we do have a bridge uh, international bridge program for students who come in maybe not through traditional admissions but All international students, regardless, we have an international orientation, um, which is separate from regular orientation, where we go over visa and I-20 and remaining consistent in the SEVIS system with the Department of Homeland Security. Um, All students are required to attend a two-day orientation. There is also a mandatory virtual orientation that you do before you get here. And we have an app for students living on campus so that they can engage with their roommate before they get here. And right. parents should know we have a very active FIU parent Facebook page.
0: Okay,
1: wonderful. Um, so or maybe not for
0: you, I don't know. But uh, <laughs> I, I mean,
1: myself and the senior director of housing get the most questions. But of course. Um, so but they're super uh, the parents are super active and it's great because there will be parents who are local who will always offer to help students who are not local That's or wonderful. families who are not local asking for help and parents will step up. And so we do have some international parents like if they're we had a little uh, weather situation here and um one parent was like you know what am i supposed to do and another parent's like no i'm down the street like i got your kid don't worry about it wonderful um, so yeah we have a lot of that that goes on um parents always wing to help the other thing is a lot of our faculty staff their kids go to school here right. which i think speaks volumes about the university sure, if your does. faculty are sending your their kids here you know it's a good school yeah. and so they'll also engage
0: You mentioned earlier uh, accommodation uh, on the North Campus. Could you give us a picture of accommodation in general terms? First up, uh, are international students guaranteed uh, accommodation at your university? How does that work?
1: So um, we have a May first deposit deadline, and we will guarantee housing int- for first-year students until that time. Right. Um, so. Uh, we have just about 4,000 students who live on campus. Okay. Um, and then in the immediate area, there are uh, private companies coming in and building student housing, but it's not owned by the university. Understood. Um, so they're building these four bedroom apartments, but you're renting, you're only responsible for your room. Sure. Of the apartment, but it's an apartment. Right. Um, so there's four of those right now. And there's another two opening this fall.
0: OK, so, but let's yeah. go back to your accommodation. Uh, what kind of uh, what can a student expect uh, if they turn up?
1: Well, um, again, being less than 50 years old or just at 50 years old, our residence halls are nicer than my apartment. Um, we just opened a brand new state-of-the-art residence hall called Tamiami Hall. Um, they are all suite styles. There's no traditional housing with the bathroom down the hall. Okay. Um, so you're either one to a room or two to a room, and then you share a suite, and then you share the bathroom in that suite. Okay. Um, most of the suites will have a common living area, some of the suites have a kitchen area or a small kitchenette. Um, the suites are typically uh, single sex. Right. Um, although we do accommodate students who have um, different gender identity. Sure. Um, but it has to be okay with everyone in the
0: suite. Okay. So and how much we... does it cost to stay on campus, so your accommodation? I guess <laughs> there's a range, but, but if you could yeah. give us a sort of picture...
1: The average room and board is about ten thousand dollars a year, and that's usually the most. That's that's pretty standard for like an average meal plan, average room.
0: Okay, so that's for the meal plan, and for the for the room.
1: Yeah, it's about six thousand to live on campus
0: okay and so let's drill into food you know and i know <laughs> that food is the most important thing that oh, we ever yeah. talk about which is probably correct uh, um you know young people coming in that's uh, number one uh you mentioned the meal plan how does that work so we have a couple different types of meal
1: plans so we do have an all-you-can-eat student dining hall where they swipe a meal and then we have what's called retail um, so, the swipe meal is um, the all-you-can-eat kind of cafeteria with different stations. Sure. Um, and then at uh, each station, it, we have, you know, pizza, pasta, there's um, different international foods, because because of being an inter- a typical international or internationalized, globalized institution, we take a lot of that of the dietary uh or the traditional foods into consideration yeah it's so, really important yeah um it's, but you can also you know there's always burgers and fries there's uh also an allergen free zone right. um so gluten-free vegetarian vegan the one thing that we only have a limited amount of is kosher food there mm-hmm. is a kosher food truck on campus um, it's called Miro's. The food is excellent. However, it's closed during Jewish holidays.
2: Okay.
1: Which makes, I mean, it it makes sense, but it's sure. kind of like if you're a student who wants kosher food, there's right. you have to bring your own.
2: Sounds like. Time. And
1: and is it any good? The food? The food is really good. So <laughs> here here's here's something funny. So niche, which is a college uh, search website, actually rates FIU as Best food in Florida, and 14th best food in the Na- in the United States.
0: Not too bad. Well, wow. yeah, I will be coming.
1: So <laughs> we also cater to local vendors. So I always our local food. So I always say we have very much the same food as they have in the airport um, yeah. in Miami International Airport. We have uh, something called Pincho Factory, which is a local business here. They have burgers and kebabs. Um, we have Cuban food. We have right. Caribbean food. Um, we do have like traditional like college food, like Cinnabon and Chick-fil-A, sure. um, you know, and tacos. But a lot of the food that's on our campus is native to Miami. They're um, South Florida area foods sur- are like um, restaurants. So, um And then we also, one of the big things on campus is we have Ventanitas, which are also uh, traditional to Miami. Coffee is very important on this campus Um, to students, faculty, and staff. At three o'clock, well, 3.05 to be exact, somebody's making cafecito, um, usually around your office, but we also have the walk-up coffee windows that are traditional in Miami, where you can get, uh, you know, cafecito or colada. Sounds good to me. Yeah, and then multi, <laughs> multiple good. Starbucks. You know, so you're not like,
0: going to starve if you come, is the answer.
1: No, there's food until, like, I think, 2 o'clock in the morning,
0: okay. like 6 a.m. <laughs> to
1: 2 a.m. or something
0: like that. In the end, these conversations, however, always come down to money. Um, yeah. Can you tell us how much it costs for a, a local American student to study at university?
1: so we um base it on state residency or a a non Uh, out-of-state residency so it's uh even if you're domestic but you're a non-florida resident an international student would pay the same now if you're a state resident or a parent or guardian is a state resident which sometimes does happen for international students yes indeed because if one parent is a citizen or um, a permanent resident, right. they actually will pay in-state tuition.
0: Okay. There's and that what, possibility. What does that look like?
1: So state resident tuition is ready for, it's $6,500. Right. That's tuition. Yeah, that's a year. That's um, wonderful. So we pay per credit hour. Um, and again, Florida is known for having low rates of tuition. Okay. Out of state per year is about we always say it's about three times that. So about eighteen hundred or eighteen thousand dollars a year
2: okay.
0: for tuition. Depending so it's not on the number of credits yeah. that you're taking.
1: So a non-Florida resident can look at about the cost of attendance that we estimate for a non-Florida resident, which includes tuition, room, board, books, fees, and personal expenses that we estimate is thirty-seven. A thousand a year right um but again that includes everything sure um you know for room and board and tuition it's about 28 I but understood. when the student fills out the dcf form we're usually looking for 37 2
0: okay understood so, and to yeah. students uh, international students uh, is there a way of uh, receiving financial aid
1: so we do have international student scholarships um, that are cover a percentage of tuition. Um, and then we have smaller scholarships for international students that they have to apply and be admitted by a certain point in time. Usually that's November 1st of okay. uh, their senior year. And then at that point, they you, there's a scholarship application they can complete. That application does require letters of recommendation. and um, and an essay, Uh, and they're pretty competitive scholarships, but they're also really a valuable scholarship. They'll take most of that tuition off, and then all you're paying is room and board, so it's a really good value, Um, and then our honors college also has scholarships, so we don't dissuade international students from receiving scholarships, Um, academic merit scholarships, um, are available to international students
0: and are there sports scholarships uh, at uh, the university? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, especially you mentioned soccer earlier. I know, uh, I know, uh, a couple of my relatives uh, uh, have uh, have had the pleasure of of taking on a, a soccer scholarship in the states. How does yep. that work? So,
1: um, any students interested in athletics, um, they do need in their end of their junior year of high school or their third year of high school, they right. need to go and register with the NCAA. Okay. But in the meantime, they, um, they would need to contact the coaches in advance because they would send the coach their video and their stats. Um, there, some of the coaches use a recruiting app okay. um, or an inquiry um, if the coach isn't already reaching out to them. But usually right. the coaches are reaching out to students. And sure. our coaches do reach out worldwide. I mean, we have students from all,
0: okay. from all Great. over the world. Um, and is it possible for students to earn money um, on, on, a, on a regular student visa uh, in your location? So
1: the F1 um, student visas, <laughs> they are allowed to work on campus. Right. Um and we do have plenty of job opportunities available on campus. In fact, I have six international students working for me um right. in the admissions office as ambassadors. So, if you go to our website and you're chatting with a student, those are internat those are international students.
2: Indeed.
1: Um so they are able to work on campus and um earn money while they're they're here, so okay. uh, it but works off out campus really
0: well. is is not permitted with the F1, is no, it? No, no. It's a it's a challenge for for, for some students. Uh, uh, um, I personally have a story of a friend whose uh, child was first year in 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 the states and then moved to Canada because uh, uh, you're allowed to work in Canada uh, under the student visa. I don't Um, know why that, I mean, that's a... Yeah, whatever. Um, I think it's, um, but in campus, you're allowed to.
1: Yeah, and so one of the things about our career and talent development is we actually have um, levels of student employment. So I have a student who started last year and he was a level one student worker and we pay like $11 an hour. And then um, this year he's been taking on more responsibility. So we actually moved him up. To a a senior student worker, so they're able to get work experience like you would a postgraduate.
2: Right. And so
1: we're helping him with his resume. We're making sure he's having career opportunities that suit his major, so that when he graduates, he's able to put that kind of stuff on his on his
0: resume. And while we're talking about visas. You know, international students uh, are very nervous uh, nowadays after the the drama of a couple of years ago, I think it is now. Um, How easy is it to get a visa and how how certain is it that they can, you know, uh, actually take their visa up at the moment?
1: So I have the biggest recommendation I have is to connect with the Education USA office in your area. Right. Because I found out this year we have a lot of uh, graduate students and even undergrad students from Nigeria who has oh. a 200-day wait for visas.
0: 200 days.
1: 200 days. We had to keep postponing, so we've deferred admission to some of our students from Nigeria. And when I went to an EdUSA meeting in the summer, they were like, oh, you know what, if you if the students are connected with us, we have WhatsApp groups and we tell them when the, the visa appointments are open right. and when they can get emergency appointments. And so 100 percent get with your EDUSA, education. Well, that's USA. a
0: huge tip, honestly. Uh, yeah, it really is. Um, um, you know, as a man who's worked in the Middle East, I, I know how challenging it is for students and families to yes. navigate this process for the states.
1: And the Education USA people are are employees of the embassies and um, the Department of State in the United States, so hundred percent get on board with them.
2: Okay, fantastic. Um, the
1: other thing is is don't wait to the last minute. Take uh, we know we require an SAT. You know we require an SAT. Take it when you're a junior in high school. Don't wait.
2: Right.
1: Um, the digital SAT is going to be more accessible they we have been working with them on that we offer an ect on our campus that you can use for admission to fiu so if you need to take that it's available to you but don't wait no to to it's a message that i
0: think in almost every episode of the podcast so far you know start early start early
1: yeah because that's been my biggest problem is getting and, the
0: and, uses. You know, so you, you managed to get to, to the States, you do your degree. Um, what's the opportunity for staying on afterwards uh, for for uh, bachelor students? How does that work? Is there is there an opportunity?
1: I think it depends on the student. It depends on the major. Um, we do offer a significant number of master's programs. We also offer... Um, opportunities for students to do an accelerated master's so they could actually do a four plus one um, master's program or they could do a three plus two and get their bachelor's and master's all-in-one which enhances your opportunity to um you know then stay on or or you know go through your ojt
0: yeah
1: opt um and do that and and continue on with a company um you know there are quite again this is miami you have a lot more opportunities the cruise lines are here burger king international is here um tiffany's hires our student the the jewelry company a lot of the companies that have latin american south american headquarters in miami
2: Sure, of course. So
1: there's a lot more international companies that are in Miami. Understood. Um, so you could stay because you could be working for one of them. There's a a couple of ad agencies, advertising agencies that are okay. huge global agencies in Miami.
0: Sure, no, of course. Um, and if you were to sort of summarize to me why they should choose you, these these students above, uh, you know. The the plethora of other uh, U.S. universities out there. What would what would be your answer?
1: You know, there's there's four thousand colleges and universities in the United States, and there's a pretty well known private school down the street from us. But the thing about FIU is we are known on an international stage. I have never gone to so many places than I do with international educators, where I go, I'm FIU, and they're like, oh, FIU. Um, we're a huge producer of Fulbright scholars. Um, we're a school of belonging and inclusivity, and it's not only in diversity; it's in the you know in the constructs of of what you the United States as far as diversity, but global diversity. Right. Um, it's a place where our students are able to explore being a a, a citizen of the world. Um, it's not just let me learn what it's like to work in a a diverse society as it's defined by the United States. But here at FIU, it's I'm gonna learn how to be a global citizen um, and what it's like to be amongst people from all over and learn about different cultures. And that's part of the education here at FIU. Uh, And that's why we're Florida International University. You know, we create a sense of belonging. We want students to thrive in this environment. You could ask a student where you're from, and they could be from down the street here in Miami, but they'll tell you what country they're or nationality they are instead.
0: So, right, you've convinced me, Jody. I want to come. I really want to come. Uh, can you describe, uh, you know, the process how, as an international student? How do I maximize my chances? What should I do? All right. Well,
1: the first thing is apply.
0: Yes, sir. So, and on time. Have, and, and on, on
1: time. time. <laughs> our application is open. Um, so we open our institutional application on July 1st. Right. For the following year. Okay. So July 1st. July You're 1st. Very we're, early. we're very early. And then we're also a member of the Common App. So right, that opens okay. on August 1st. Um, so you can do either one. Um, is there, there an are,
0: advantage to, to applying early? The,
1: the advantage is that we start making decisions mid-September, right? And so, uh, and we require no essay and no letters of recommendation. So okay. we, you get them done. Like it's it's.
0: So theoretically, it's- <laughs> uh, a, a good student that's accepted could be accepted by. Middle, October 1st. Yeah, October 1st, which takes a huge amount of pressure yep. off your shoulders, doesn't it?
1: We, you know, we tell students, okay, you've got your one. Even if you have, like, you know, you reach schools and earlier, you know, other schools out there, you have your one. You have, I have my, I, I know I have something. Indeed. You know, I mean, it's the best one
0: and and for an international student uh are there is it conditional on grades or or the offer would be um uh, unconditional
1: so everybody is every fresh every first year student is conditional on graduating high school and um and uh finishing right. school you know but i have yet to i mean unless they didn't graduate and then i would have to dismiss them but we have yet to really look if you if you get a bad grade in a class, like learn the lesson. Um, you know, that last year. Sure. But um you know, we hope you finish at the same the Great. same level. But I don't so, wanna I don't wanna no, wreck indeed. somebody's it's, life.
0: But but for, for a student um you know, uh, potentially coming to you, it does provide a huge amount of reassurance uh, to have something early yeah. So applying early especially for an international student who may be uh, uh, waiting for uh, visas or have all of those other things to yeah. do, it can it can really be very helpful concept it?
1: it can and then you can start your dcf because we have the dcf documents out online we have a guide that you do right online submit that and then you know when we start issuing i-20s you get the you know I twenty early enough. Um, the application fee is is relatively inexpensive. It's thirty U.S. dollars. Sure. We That's need good. your high school transcript. Make sure it's in uh, translated into English, and then any post secondary work that you've done needs to be uh, evaluated and translated, course by course, by an authorized company. Um, I don't know if many people know this, but Joseph Silny, which is like the the one that most. Uh, like, the most well-known one, I guess, right, right down the street from us.
0: Okay. Um, so, sure. but, and, um, you
1: know, Wes is fine too. So any and
0: something companies. that we get asked a lot is, um, you know, should I employ or should I go to an agent? Will it improve my chances?
1: Not and, necessarily.
0: Okay. So you, you would say it really doesn't, you know, if you apply directly, there would be no impact there.
1: No, we don't. Um, the only ones that use agents is if you're going to go through our bridge program. Right. Um, and then they will work with agents sometimes, but we don't really. I I actually just spoke with an independent school counselor in India. Um, she was really, really good. She's not an agent. She's an actual you know, school, sure. school counselor. Your school counselor should be fine. We've met with a lot of them um you know our process is not as intense as like you know an ivy league process sure
0: of course of course understood um great uh so we've covered an awful lot here fantastic thank you jaddy um if you've got extra questions that we haven't answered uh, where should students or parents go so um we keep
1: and I I know that nobody likes to hear this, but we keep our website super up to date, and we right. have and we have students online chatting. So we have an online chat uh, okay through Unibuddy. Um, we also have a an email address i i admis, so it's international admissions. It's just cool. i admis at FIU.edu. Okay.
2: Um,
1: and then we have a find my recruiter piece, so you can use our you know, and chat with our admissions counselors. Um, we we do not have uh, specifically assigned admissions counselors for, you know, some schools have like strict international admissions. Um, but we, all of our admissions counselors are... are Wonderful. Um, so we have one who does Bahamas. We have somebody else who goes to South America, so... Um, you know, our staff can answer questions. Our admission staff uh, answers questions and we're available to you. And then we have two uh, staff members who are ass- assigned to work with your immigration documents.
0: Okay. Oh, great. Um, and, you know, for whatever reason, if you don't get in to your university or you can't come, I was asked the question: Is there anywhere else, uh, Jody, that you would recommend? I know it's, uh, uh, but but for students, um, uh, uh, maybe our universities have have a similar style or profile, or ones that you've worked at that you maybe uh, uh, know to be somewhere that uh, can offer a quality education. So
1: we actually, if we don't admit you, we refer you to our bridge program, right, um, as a stepping stone to getting in. Okay. Um, we do have an English Language Institute here um, right. on campus. So I always like to plug them as well. Um, you know, there's some really good schools. Uh, I think the University of West Florida mm-hmm. in Pensacola, it's also smaller than us. Um, and it's on the Gulf beaches, which is beautiful. <laughs> um, but I, I think, I mean, they're, they're a research to school, maybe um, a little less selective, uh, but, you know, we always say there's no safety school in Florida anymore, but the as far as state universities go, I love University of West Florida, love University of North Florida, Right. Um, Florida Atlantic is a great school. Any one of our state universities, like there are 12 of them. Right. So there's the big five, which is UF, FSU, FIU. UCF and USF were like okay. the research one schools, and then, you know, there there's something for everybody, right? So there's then there's the ones that are research right below us, and then you know, um, sure. so I would say any of the state universities in Florida, you're gonna get a great education and an affordable education. The Florida State University system, so all twelve of us. We are ranked number one in the United States for state university systems. We beat right. California and New York. And all of them. Us-
0: so, Jody, I'd like to say thank you to you so much for your time today. It's been a great pleasure to meet you and to meet your university.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It's been super fun. And uh, pause up.
0: Yeah, that's right. Hey, and um, I'm sure many of our listeners will uh, be really interested in university. Uh, uh, I know after talking to you, I was really excited, uh, especially um, you know the idea of going down the pit and uh, and drinking yes. some coffee. Um, let hey, Maybe I'll pop by one day. Thank you so much, Charlie. Always welcome. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks so much for joining us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to subscribe and share the Find Your Best Future podcast.